What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We and this bitch with a stacked episode. We about to talk some boxing for y'all boys. Recapping the Joe Smith versus Zerto fight. Recapping Lee Wood getting the crazy win. Then we're going to make some picks. Janet Beck fight week. Tim Zhu versus Mendoza fight week. And even the great KSI versus... Uh, Who's he for? Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury. Yeah, and it's Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul, which is getting a little spicy and it's up in the air. But as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on each of the fights I just talked. Or give us your picks for this weekend or your bets. I love to hear them. I'm Paul Pickle-Wino, and I'm joined with... What's going on, boys? It's Marcus Primetime Penley. It's your boy, Southpaw Runboxing, a.k.a. AKA Gator Boy. All right, boys, we got to start with the recaps. I, we got to jump right over to Across the Pond. That boy Lee Wood retains his belt against Josh Warrington, which all accounts that I'm seeing right now, Warrington was up on all the cards. He was putting uh, putting hands on Lee Wood. It was getting close to maybe he might even get a stoppage. And then, bam, that boy Lee Wood lands the left hook. It's a different fucking universe. He's walking out of there, still champion. And showing that he probably got the biggest nut sacks on that fucking UK island over there. That boy different, bro. For him to do this again, bro. I'm like, who who the fuck is this guy, man? Like, this boy is just like straight out of a Rocky movie or something. Like, he's gonna get beat up. He's like, nah, fuck that, man. We still in this bitch. We gonna we gonna take this. That shit is crazy. He he really be blowing my mind with this. He's going to have a short boxing life just because he's taking all these, like, wars, this damage. But, man, that's one hell of a fighter, bro. Entertaining as hell. We were a dog, man. Big nuts on that dog. But uh, I think Eddie Hearn said he was the greatest UK boxer or the great – I don't know if he said the greatest UK boxer ever or if he said the best featherweight UK boxer ever. But you better I mean, ask that featherweight. There's no way he said the greatest UK fighter. It's fucking Eddie Hearn, bro. He'll say whatever he got to say to sell it, bro. <laughs> that fucking... would be insane. It had to be at featherweight because I think he's ranked number he's ranked number one in the world at featherweight now. Yeah, but my boy Robizi Ramirez, he called him out. He said, I, I respect everything you're doing, but just know I am still the best featherweight. That shit crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, I would have Rabizi. I have, I have, have Rabizi in the match. Facts. I didn't know he called him out for real. I didn't see that. Yeah, but I hope they say that fight, but you know, that's two different networks. I don't know if they're going to collab like that. Where is he? He what? was top ranked. Oh, uh, yeah. Top. Mm-hmm. I don't think really top ranked. He were all the Olympians. They don't really mess with each other too much, like match mm-hmm. room and top ranked. Mm, they, they never make they never make cross cross boxing events. It's also because of the zone since uh Matchroom got their own little program or network, whatever the fuck. Oh yeah, that'd be a good fight though. Uh, where were we though? Were y'all just talking about? We're, ta- we're talking about the, the potential Rabizi and Leon Wood matchup, but the, the promoters might get in the way of that. Oh yeah. They're both on, I think they both fight on the zone. No, Ramizzi Bryce on top rank, I believe, actually. Top rank, yep. Yeah, yeah, we was just saying that we don't really see them boys collabing too much. That's where all the Olympians go with top rank. Yeah. That's where everyone goes. 
man, it would be a nice fight to watch. But y'all probably right, and I'm pretty sure Lee would. He, I mean, he's got Eddie Hearn in his back pocket, so I'm pretty sure he'll just keep fighting across the pond. He finds some UK based opponents because he got a massive fan base over there. I was about to say he better. He's got to have a big ass fan base over there. That boy's a, a dog. And then our other fight, which was a dog fight. We saw my boy Gilberto Zerto Ramirez get the dub against Joe Smith Jr. in decision and went all the way to the cards. Some people are saying the greatest cruiserweight fight in a long time. And honestly, we forgot to even bring up the fact that they're both moving up to cruiserweight for this fight. They both kind of ran out of what they could do at light heavyweight. They need to go to cruiserweight. It's wide open there right now. They Joe Smith didn't look bad. I'm so, I I gotta say that much. That much I was dogging him. Joe Smith did not look bad. Like Zerto definitely won the exchanges and won the fight, but like Joe Smith wasn't in there like just taking punishment. Like he was in there putting on a fight himself. And I thought I was actually thinking I was like, fuck, he might land a big shot late. Like that's I, I like that kept me watching was like he could land the shot. Like if he this continues the way it's going, he could land a shot and just wobble him or stun him, something to change the whole fight. It never happened, but. It was on the table. Right. Yeah, this was a slug. Yeah, this was a slug slug fest. But yeah, Joe Smith came to came to, came to fight, came to fight. But unfortunately, that's not. You know what I'm saying? He he's gonna have to. He, he had to do a little bit more, and and Zero was just getting the best of him, best of him, especially on the inside. So let me ask you boys this: Where the fuck does Zero go from here? Because like. You know what I'm saying? Like, where does he go from here? What about Joe? Like, where does Joe go from here? Was did he put enough, like, a good enough performance to maybe get another big fight or some shit? Or is is it kind of the end of the road for him? They might be the two biggest um, that cruiserweight, bro. Yeah, let's say there was an awkward position because because the weight got got too too hard for him to make 175, but there's really not no one in in um. At cruiserweight, so he he'd be too, way too small for heavyweight. So I don't know where they go from there. Badu Jackson um, is Zerto's next fight. Like if Zerto felt comfortable, I feel like I could see him going straight into a title fight after the Joe Smith win. I mean, he might as well because what are you really going to do up there? And if Zeke can hold it down, and then who knows, Joe Smith Jr. could go fight. I mean, I wouldn't mind Joe Smith Jr. fighting the uh, what's old boy? I always love calling him uh, Popeye the Sailor. Like someone along those lines, where it's like some, um, not like a not a champion guy, but like still top ten. He's still in the top yeah, fifteen right. rankings. It's yeah. gonna be on like the undercard of some nice stacked card, and he'll still be relevant. Like he'll still be around. That sucks, man. Cruiserweight is dead. Super dead. Then need my boy. Jake Paul, Jake Paul keeping alive. I would say we, we talked about this last year. I was like, Bert, couldn't do you not see if 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 Jake Paul was to come into boxing for real, go to cruiserweight, fight a Joe Smith who could be forty years old with a cruiserweight? Bro, my dog is twenty six years old, man. He takes his sport serious, keep grinding, and start actually getting these like pro fights in, like real pro fight or boxers in, bro. He could do it, especially in cruiserweight. Actually, Joseph mm-hmm. Jr., his next thing. He's, I'm a big Jake Paul fan. I don't know about that one, man. He's, he's, uh, Joseph Jr. is going to be the backup fighters for like a uh, Logan Paul and shit um, in the future. Shout out my dog, Joe, man. Put on a performance. Got that check at least. But how much do y'all think? I, 
I didn't see the numbers, but like I know you asked it, but like now that it's post fight week, what do y'all think the numbers were? Do you think this thing hit 150k or like 250? Like where? What 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 numbers for the uh like whenever they're streaming on top rank like who was actually tuned in for this fight? Couldn't tell you, man. Because there's no way like two hundred because like Tia female fights on top rank that are even non pay per view like they go to, like four hundred and then they spike at like six hundred thousand. Like there's that, no that's way. Tio? I thought Tio's hit higher than that before. He has, but like maybe whenever he fought Josh Taylor. No, wasn't that pay per view though? Nah, I don't think. Oh no, that one I think might have been pay per view. Yeah, that one. I think the Lomachenko, the Lomachenko one, I think peak. That was over a million. Yeah, Yeah, that one fight was over a million. No, but I'm saying whenever he was fighting, like, uh, who was the guy? Was was who was the who was the guy he fought right before Josh Taylor? And it was like, oh, oh. Sander. The, the South Sandor Martin. Sandor Martin. Him and then the fight before that um also was like also in like the small MSG garden, like in the Hulu theater. They yeah. both like, I remember whenever we after we talked it, um I was like I had to pull up the numbers and it was like he only was it was pull, pulling in like four hundred thousand like views through I mean I'm pretty sure other people are streaming other ways, don't get me wrong. But like ESPN was reporting like four hundred peaked at like five ten or something. So it wasn't so I'm just like comparing that like a, a anti-Ofima fight to like these two boys. Like there's no way these guys got more than a hundred thousand, a hundred I mean unless you were just leaving the channel on. I didn't know those numbers came out crazy. I don't I don't believe it. Ugh. But all right, enough of the past. We got three cards to talk. Do y'all want to start with the the fun card? Do y'all want to save that one towards the end? Low key toward, low key towards the end. All right, all right. We'll say we'll save the KSI Tommy Fury card towards the end. We'll get into the real paper, uh, not paper, but real boxing matches. Taking Jana Beck is taking on to unify at one sixty. He's taking on Vincenzo Gallinari. Ah, I don't know. Old boy's never fought outside of Germany. He's a hometown fighter. Is a champion though at 160. There's no he's uh his only relative win is over Falco because Falco didn't want to fight Triple G and he was just gonna wait out Triple G and he'll fight an easy champion. And then when he got offered to fight uh Vincenzo, he actually does like, yeah, this should be an easy fight. He takes it and then he actually ends up losing. It was a dirty fight, but like he ends up losing that fight. And now we got Vincenzo Gullinary. Out of Germany, taking on our boy Janabek, who I already think is the best 160 fighter on the planet. I know my boy Gator is going to co-sign that one. Uh, like, oh, yeah. This should just be a slaughter, in my opinion. Quick quick knockout for him. I think, I think this is a quick knockout. Get him another fight out there. It's going to look good. He's going to call out a champion. Hopefully, the champions man, man up and take the fight with him. But... But until then, he's gonna. But until then, he's gonna keep getting avoided. Facts, man. I see the same shit for real. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he moved up to one sixty eight. Was the WBO champion by their rules? He became the mandatory for Boo Boo. Boo Boo, as everyone knows, said, said nah, and then moved up out of division. So he never got to really fight anyone of high caliber. Uh, 
and he's still as i mean yeah he's unified it's crazy because like people are ragdolling him for this fight like oh like you're fighting a fucking nobody da 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 but it um charlo don't it, what the fuck is charlo doing like he's not doing anything um yeah they've fought in two years yeah like he like that he's not doing anything and then uh like lee wood is like doing like I don't. I think Lee Wood and him were supposed to fight sometime last year, and that fight ended up like not coming through. Uh, there's like all the Chris Eubank Jr. still wants to fight Conor Ben. Like some of these guys at 160 that people would say are a true test of skill. They they got their own fucking. They don't want to fight him. Like for whatever reason mm-hmm. it is, and I think it's because they know he's great amateur background. Comes out of Kazakhstan. We know about the Kazakh style and the amateurs. Like he got pop too, which is like he. We want him to see Triple G versus him. That's not going to happen. Triple G's on his way out. He's going to retire or take one last hometown fight and say goodbye. It's not going to be against Jan. But like, it's not his fault that this is a wasteland division right now. This is not, the only thing he yeah. can do is go unify, and that's what he's doing. He's like, okay, you're a bum. I'll take your belt. Next guy, take his belt. And maybe one day Charlo will be ready. Maybe one day Charlo would get stripped. Who knows? Maybe. I thought I thought he did get stripped. Nah. Or did they not officially do it? No, they're standing. They didn't officially do it. Yeah, they're standing with him because, you know, he pays the good good sanctioning fees that are keeping him. That's crazy. And he's only a minus – I mean, I say this because it's boxing. Like, I think it was, like, minus 750 favorite for Janet Beck, where I thought this was going to be, like, a minus 2,000 type of deal. So, like, the fact it's so close, I'm putting down, like, all my parlays this weekend. Then uh, gotcha. then we got fucking also on the same card co-main event. Your boy Keyshawn Davis is the co-main event against Nahir Albright. Just a ten-round fight for Keyshawn, isn't it? Is this his first ten-rounder? I I think no. I th- I think Check his last it. one was ten rounds. Yeah, one? I think yeah. his last one was ten rounds. Hey man, my dog's coming, bro. And it, it, Frank looked like he spooked. What he it was his eyes only on Keyshawn, man. Look a little weird from Frank's side. Hey, but Key's gonna show out today, man. Show up, not today. This weekend, he's gonna show up, show out, bro. You know what it is, man. He's gonna have to put people on notice. He's gonna have to put Frank on notice. Like, where you at, bro? Oh, well, I have a qu- I have a question. Who do you think's gonna t- Who do you think's gonna get into it? Like, who's gonna get into a like a real fight first like a fight against like a contender or someone like worth fighting out of Her, out of who out of Kermel and Keyshawn who the hell did Kermel say he wanted to fight next he said he want uh I know he's fighting on the boo boo card I think the boo boo uh Benavidez card oh no I don't know he said he wanted to fight somebody the, next it the thing like, about Keyshawn is his weight class with Keyshawn's kind of tough because the people around him, I feel like it's going to be kind of clogged up for a little Keyshawn, bit. Keyshawn, though, because if Floyd has I feel like Keyshawn, because, I mean, he's already, what, 11 fights? Or how many fights is he in now? Nine. Nine and no. Oh, okay. Yeah, this be his 10th fight. So it's gonna, he's at 10, so, like, maybe around, I don't even really know, bro. 15, maybe? I don't know. I think Keyshawn would get it. I think eventually the Frank Martin fight actually comes to fruition in the next two fights. The Frank Martin fight's coming. Now that he ain't want to fight so. that shit's coming now for sure. It's going to end up just turning into like a number one contender type like type deal. 
maybe we get uh uh we see Keyshawn take on our boy Andy Cruz. Nah, they ain't ready for that. I mean, Andy, Andy's probably ready. Is Andy active? He has not, not yet. But like, I know he just got like everything settled. He's, I think he's in America training or something. He's in a different country training, not in Cuba. Probably working, but he still got to go through the ranks of. I don't. Has he even signed? I don't even know if anyone's even signed him. I don't know either, to be honest. I mean, shit. I don't know, man. Shout out Keyshawn. I I want to see my boy put on a performance. Kind of want to see maybe a better f- performance than last uh, last time. But shit, man, I'm looking for this boy to really take the next step. But you know what it is. It's usually these these beginning fights. It's hard to really judge off them. But you just got to see him improve, really. And not not here. Albright's not bad. I mean, he was knocking off. I think he was like seventeen and one or sixteen and one or no, like thirteen and one, fourteen and one. And then he got a loss to Jermaine Ortiz, and now he's like mm-hmm. fight win after that. So like, this is honestly Keyshawn's best fight to date on paper. Right. Albright isn't like no world beater, but he's definitely like like country level. Like he he could go win like the the North American belt type shit. Like he's. He's not – yeah, like, he's he's going to be up on there and he'll lose once it comes to the actual – the real belt. He's a good vet. Yeah, very solid vet. Going to be a good test for Keyshawn. I hope he looks good, too, just because I do want to see that. that. I, Frank Martin versus him. Like I said, I, th- I think two or three fights from now, it's only going to make more sense because everyone else in the top – like, once we see the upper guys fight each other, which it sounds like they, it might happen, um, then I think we'll see some of the lower guys feel that. What? Once Keyshawn gets out of that, like, I'm not saying, like, he is an amateur, but, like, once he gets more comfortable in the pro ranks, bro, and that dog starts coming out, and that when he gets a little bit filled out more, bro, and that inner Bud Crawford start coming out, bro, he, he going to be different, bro. It's just right now I feel like he's still, like, transitioning into the pro style. And, like, he's still, like, he's working – and I don't know. I feel like he's gonna he's gonna turn up soon, bro. Yeah. And people he's gonna well, put the, people. The talent's definitely there. The talent, the talent's definitely there, definitely there. And he, and he does and he does have a have a big mouth, but he, but he's supposed to. He's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he do got a big mouth. Who's yeah. the best prospect on this card? Keyshawn Davis, Richard Torres Jr., Duke Reagan. I kind of want to say Richard Torres, but I'm gonna give it. Keyshawn has the best talent. He has the best talent. I say, I mean, Richard, that's the heavyweight, right? Mm-hmm. He has the best chance to, I mean, I'm not going to say the best chance, but he could make noise because we don't got a lot of American heavyweights. So he could make noise in like in his realm, but Keyshawn is definitely the best prospect on that list. That's not a question. If we talk about prospects. Oh, yeah. That, no yeah, definitely. He has the most talent, most skilled. Facts. No love for that boy Duke Reagan, who's eight and zero. He's nice, bro. Duke's nice. I didn't want to do him like that, but you putting up against Key, man, the businessman. You know what he'd be saying. All right, and this fight's going down in Texas, out of all places. Janabek's taking on Gilaneri in Texas. Uh, Gilaneri's first fight outside of Germany. Again, I are, are we all on the KO for who? Janabek KO. Yeah, definitely. Early, early stoppage. Early, early stoppage. All right. And yes, then, sir. let's see. On to our next fight. We're going all the way to Australia. We got Tim Zoo 
newly crowned champion since Charlo took the fight with Canelo. He uh, relinquished WBC belt. Tim Zhu, newly crowned WBC champ. He's going back home to Australia where he's taking on Brian Mendoza, who's coming off the knockout of Sebastian Fundora. Three-piece combo, good night, fight over, and new interim champion. He gets he turns he rewrites his story because he was kind of getting written off after the Jesus Ramos loss. And uh so this is a fun fight. Close odds, minus four fifty for that boy Tim Zhu, plus three fifty for that boy Brian Mendoza. Kind of close odds for boxing. How do y'all feel about this one? It's actually a fun fight. I'm big Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm big Tim. It's gonna be a war. Like, yeah. Tim fights aggressive. That's 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 the thing. He fights aggressive. I yeah, love his like, nickname, bro. I didn't know his nickname was the Soul Snatcher. I was like, oh, yeah. that's cold. Yeah, boy, yeah, it's cold, bro. That boy, I know, I like be that. coming out with some demon intentions. Fucking uh, the Soul Snatcher. Like, I love the Brian Mendoza story. How he turned to rewrote his history, but. Tim Zoo's only gotten better. Only got every step stone along the way. He uh where was it? Yeah, the Gasha fight. He gets knocked down in the first round, knocked down in the first round. He gets back up, cleans the floor with Gasha, wins the fight. Then the next fight he takes on. He honestly could have sat on his ranking and waited for a Charlo fight, which a lot of people would have done that. He was already the the buzz of the division. Instead, he's a fuck, go give me Tony Harrison. Knocks him out with a fucking nasty uppercut hook. And then he takes on Carlos Ocampa right after that. Another just a high-level fighter, kind of older now, beat up by Earl Spence, moved up the weight class. Didn't look bad at the weight class until he ran into Tenzu. So, like, every step along the way, other fighters would have just chilled out. Oh, already got my fights in. I can wait for a title fight. Instead, he took – this would be his third fight in 2023, like – uh, Brian Mendoza is also his third fight in 2023. So, like, they're both very active. Whoever I know that. is a very active fighter. Uh, Brian Mendoza is coming off wins over Jason. Um, what's it? How, what the fuck's his last name? Jason. Who the fuck's that former middle, uh, former unified champ? Jason Rosario came off wins um, for him and Sebastian Fundor. So back-to-back big-time wins for old boy Brian Mendoza. Yeah, that's that one that I remember him. How do we see this one cracking here in Australia? Hey, Loki, I think this is like big a Tim. sweeper war. Like, it could be a war, but I think Tim's going to come out on top, man. I think he's just too much of a dog, bro. I feel like – and he, he's going to be looking for that, that Charlo fight, right? He still want, He still wants that. And, oh, yeah. um, so, he seems I mean, hungry, like really, truly, like a hungry box. That's like, what I like about bro. Like he, he got that fucking angry, like that dog in him, bro. Like he just be like on some. On, but I mean, I'm pretty. Sure, is that how his pops fight? I don't know. I didn't really watch his pop, but that boy different, bro. I fought with him, man. I think he's gonna put on a good performance, but I do think it's gonna be a little bit back and forth because bro's gonna bring it on Saturday. So I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna um, be a slugfest. Facts. Damn, but three fights each coming in 2023. That's dope, man. I fuck with that. They're both, they're both, hungry, they're both hungry, too. Yeah, Mendoza, yeah. I fucked with his story so much. I remember coming up, I don't know if you remember, Mark, when we were going into the Fundora fight, I kept, I love, we all love Fundora, but every recap, I would say, like, 
He's having these fucking wars. Like, Fandora's chin cannot withstand this if he fights on the inside. I mean, you're so big, fight from the outside. He loves to get on the inside. He takes punishment. He puts on shows for the fans. That's why everyone fucks with him. But his body, I mean, Brian Mendoza, three-piece, and he couldn't get back on his feet. He was, like, he, he was, like, out of there. So, like, this is... He dropped his ass. Yeah, like, can Fandora bounce back, like, from that also, like, the... Like, that's a lot of punishment from these fights. Like, and he just happened to go against Brian Mendoza, who was in stride, ready to rewrite his story, caught his chin, dropped him. I, that's the difference between, I think, Tim Zhu and Fandora is like, Tim Zhu is, other than that knockdown that Gasha got, which was, it was a knockdown, but it wasn't one of those, like, oh, is he going to get, it was one of the, he knocked him down. He was like, oh, I got to stop fucking around, got up on his feet, and just mopped the floor with him. Like, this, and just <laughs> hasn't looked back since. And like, I don't think Brian Mendoza is gonna have that same, uh, that that same thing. Like, Tim Zhu's chin is gonna be fuck. Like, I think Mendoza can hit him as hard as he wants, and I think Tim Zhu is gonna be able to eat it and just counter punch and just work the body. Cause that's another thing he likes to. He loves to work the body. And when he, whenever he starts landing those body shots, it's gonna this Mendoza is gonna start shutting down. I think. Facts. And this is also, if he goes and fights Charlo next, which is that the only fight on the table for him, really? I feel like maybe the Pandora fell out, kind of. It's the only fight that makes sense. Yeah, it it does. Because Pandora lost, but like... um, He he got Tony Harrison out of of division permanently, thank thank for Then we Then Lubin coming off big win where he robbed them, boys. That that shit, no robbery, but that that is true. That is true. Shout out, Lou, me up, Lube him up. I feel like that's gonna be the one that ends up happening. I don't know what Char- Charlo's got a massive payday. Char- like I was about to say, Charlo's probably going. Charlo already got a, already got mandated to fight someone though. Girl, yeah, he yeah he already got mandated to fight someone. I forgot who it was. It was not. It, is it he was gonna really drop a, the belt or is he gonna do it? Uh, I mean, he should do it. He came off a, a big layoff, so I guess that's probably why they like man- mandated him right away because he didn't really take much damage. Yeah, in this IBF fight. do orders yeah, no, overdue mandatory. Yeah, IBF rules overdue. Um, orders to face IBF mandatory. Bakram Matsovitsalov. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure who who that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, it's IBF, and IBF stands on their rules. I'll give IBF that. They, yeah, they, I know. They ship him right away. Fight. That is funny shit. That's crazy. I didn't know he was mandated. Man, they stripped um what what's the old boy Cordina right as soon as he got out in jail. I was like, damn, but hey, that that's what they do. And they're like, oh, WBC Fury was the IBF champ right now, bro. That boy would have been stripped last year. Like they would have been cooked that bitch. That's or Charlo. Charlo, too. That's right. I don't like the belt itself from IBF, but like I like their sanctioning body. Well, you don't you don't like the bird? You don't like the red strap? I like that green belt, the WBC. I need golden green. Yeah, belt. the WBC is clean. The worst sanctioning body for the best belt, and an IBF. I think the I think the worst belt is the WBO. I don't like that one. Damn, no look. By the design of it. Yeah, or like the I was the WBA WBO. I think I don't like the design or like the look of it. I like the WBA, IBF. WBA is kind of boring. Yeah, it is boring. And IBF that ugly ass, like it looks almost bronze when I see that IBF title. I'm like, that's like brown, yeah, yeah. 
You keep that. <laughs> give me the ring magazine. Fuck it. Yeah, give me the little red string. Make me feel like I'm Rocky. No, but uh, Charlo versus Tim Zoo. If that fight does happen, do you think? Do you think Charlo beats him? It's like no real take. Tim Zoo has no. Tim Zoo has no chance. Charlo's gonna destroy that man. Damn. I I ain't gonna say destroy, but I do think Charlo puts on a way better fight. Like I think he like you're like what the fuck? Why didn't we get this? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like he would put on a good a good performance against two or against. Two. They're gonna be like, where was this against Canelo? Right. Right. That's what everyone's gonna say because he's gonna look just like uh what's his name Cassiano or whatever. It's gonna look just like similar to that, and, and it's it's gonna piss me off, bro. But oh. I don't know. I mean, I can't really put out a prediction yet, but I think that's a, that's. That's the fight that needs to he be. He can come out hungry too. Facts, yeah. People talking shit. Timsu's so fucking hungry, bro. I think I would pick him in the fight. I feel like I would lean Tim, but Jim, bro, or fucking Charlo, bro. He's so skilled. It pisses me off that he didn't fight like how he should have fought. But shit, I don't know. It is what it is. Shout out to me. Yeah, well, we'll catch some boys in Australia. Now let's go back to Across the Pond. Let's wrap it up here. KSI is taking on that boy, Tommy Fury, and the whole Fury clan throughout all the press conferences. John Fury throwing shit. They're, they put them boys in a cage for the face-offs. They, uh, Dylan Dennis, Logan Paul, co-main event. Uh, I mean, we, we know all about Logan Paul's fiance. We know all about um, – I mean, I don't know if y'all saw, but recently, as of today, Dylan Danis bopped his ass across the head with the microphone during the face-off, cuts him across the face. All the, like, the drama is there. This is going to be a fun-ass card. Salt Poppy's on the card, and he's looking fit as fuck. He's like lost like – Bro, Salt Poppy might become a fucking champion, man. Like, the fuck? Jet is grinding. But I need his fucking urine samples ASAP because there is no fucking way. Ravada, Usada, I need everyone. Nah, he's dirty. He's dirty. The whole, just <laughs> the whole fucking card dirty, bro. Yeah, Logan, bro. Logan, Logan. Tommy. So Tommy is Yeah, Tommy looks crazy. That Even John. John being like up on Transformation. And he's a fucking... You seen John trying to break through the glass and shit? Trying to break through the fucking cage? That boy was steroid up too. So. Nah, Logan looked big as fuck. I'm like, nah, he juicing, bro. And I, I think they said they not even testing like that. For, or like there's something. Dylan Dennis has been talking about how they haven't been testing this whole time, but they'll test two days prior to the fight. Uh, that's how a lot of people could get away with steroid use because you can clean your system. You can use it during training camp clean your system prior to the fight. And, like, so Dylan Dennis, but it's also Dylan Dennis. You know, this isn't a 100% trustworthy source on everything. Man, Logan Paul is coming from WWE, man. Them boys are, them boys are juicing. Juicing the gills. Them boys are juiced. <laughs> it's like Alicia, juice to the gills. Fucking Vince McMahon walking around with the fucking steel chain, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that boy, Vince... Nah, bro. The boy Vince is like 75, buff as fuck, bro. Cut up. Nah. Fuck out of here. No chance. <laughs> Doing the fucking walk. Yeah, but uh, KSI, we all want to go co main event first or main event first? I say. What do you think? 
I, I mean, I look here. I say let's go main event first. All right, KSI plus three hundred, I think, plus two fifty. Uh, Tommy Fury minus three fifty. Is a uh, Tommy Fury like? Uh, is he gonna be the YouTube Slayer? Is this gonna be him? <laughs> <laughs> so for I I believe that for the longest time, but 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 you know I've been looking at this film. This KSI just walks him down, takes you know takes his punches, walks him down because Tommy Fury he doesn't like the he doesn't like the fight close. He doesn't like to close the distance. That's where Jake Paul had had his had his most success. Against against them is when he is when he closed the distance. He always clenched up, and Jake Paul even dropped him, hurt him. I think I think it was like a was was like a stiff left hook jab. Yeah. So, and it's a six round fight. It's not it's not it's not a, it's not an eight round. And and Kansai is a dog. He he can take it. So. Do you think he? Throws I thought Kansai no chance. <laughs> you think he throws an elbow like last one. <laughs> I mean, he he gonna get dirty. It wouldn't surprise me to be honest, but he he gonna get a little dirty. Shit, man. I mean, I feel like I don't got to know. I don't. The only time I ever seen KSI box was like the first fight with uh Logan Paul. But when they had like helmets on, when they had the helmets on, and it was amateur. But other than that, I haven't really seen KSI fight like that. But I know he's like more of like an aggressive, like come forward. He's gonna throw big shots. Um, but I mean, Tommy's gonna try to do. He's gonna try to box like he did with Jake. But I feel like he's not gonna be able to, perf- like, do the game plan as well as he did with Jake. Jake, I no, think was like, I think that was like, Tommy's like, I don't want to say his highlight or like his his ceiling, bro. You but that might it. be that his boy fucking ceiling. Had a belt afterwards and was crying real tears, <laughs> bro. He they they perfected that game plan, but I don't think Tommy's gonna be able to repeat that. Even though KSI is probably a less experienced fighter than Jake, but I don't know, man. I, I mean, I I think KSI is gonna win, even though I want to lean Tommy because he's a real boxer, and I feel like the boxer should win. He should outpoint the KSI, but I don't know. It might tensions might flare, and he might he might not follow game plan as well. I didn't think I thought KSI, I thought Tommy Fury had his had his run. That was his peak in the Jake Paul fight. But then when I saw that picture of him fucking <laughs> to the gills, I was like, oh he's taking this shit for real, for real. Like, this that boy look wrong. Okay. He looks soup. And him, Volkanovsky, Rajon Rondo, like their arms is long as fuck, bro. Tommy Fury arms was like touching his knees in that picture. And I was like, a gorilla. I I like how uh to Gator's point, KSI's gonna want the gun inside, get beat aggressive and everything. But I think Tommy Fury's long ass arms just give him this natural advantage where he if uh, he can just stay on the outside and tag him. And if you gas yourself, which KSI could gas himself if he wants to be the aggressor the whole fight. Like those little jabs from the outside and straight shots from the outside start to feel a lot worse when you're tired as fuck in the fourth and fifth round because uh, you used all your energy in the first two rounds. So, like, it's just, as more as this fight wears on, I think Tommy Fury is going to be in the driver's seat. And unless KSI can really land that blow, which, but I, if he lands that blow to put out Tommy Fury, right, I don't know why. John Fury's going, like, he's packing up. <laughs> John Fury is. 
fucking down. Nah, I would have. They gotta have a security guard like on deck for that boy <laughs> John, because John might lose his mind. Yeah, bro. That boy, I, fuck if he goes to jail, bro. John Fury is ready to ride for the Fury Clan. Nah, that shit is crazy, bro. When I seen John bashing on the fucking glass, bro, I was like, who the fuck, bro? He tried to fight and then I, Paul's dad, bro. Did you see that part? Yeah, I've seen that video. They were like, he's like, he's like, you think you can beat me? Beat me? No, no. You think you can beat me? Like, no. <laughs> that boy John, bro, put that man in the Hall of Fame, bro. Put him in the Hall. That means John want to fight everybody. Then he shouted out Tyson Fury, saying, "Thank you for what you've done for the family. We, uh, <laughs> you carried me and your brothers. <laughs> like, just, imagine being Tommy here and that, bro." Oh no! Uh, Shit might go south. Hey, at least he's honest, though. Tommy's fighting for, for his place in the family. I think right now. Uh, he's just trying to do whatever to stay boxing. Of course he was, but Tommy, he comes from that like well, he comes from like a like that reality TV life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, like, he a bitch. He's a hey, not co-main event. We're all so final pick. I got Tommy Fury decision, Mark. I'm going to ride with KSI decision. Fuck it. Shout out John, though. KSI split decision. Split decision. Where's the fight at? In UK, right? They're both, I know they're both London. Manchester. Manchester. Loki, I'm a Man City fan, so I fuck That shit going to be deep. Oh, yeah. That bitch me stupid deep. Then, oh, the, yeah. Everyone in the UK is talking. Oh, yeah. That's taking over the whole end. Co-main event. Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis. I actually don't have the odds on this. I'll pull up the odds. So I'm interested to find, find out the odds. But Dylan Dennis, like I said, we know all this stuff on Twitter. Boy's been playing war tactics. Logan Paul threatening to sue. He brings out Chris Hansen to catch a predator. And then Dylan Dennis roasts the fuck out of Chris Hansen. Like, don't you owe fucking IRS taxes? All right. That shit was bad, sure you bro. You kissed those girls 16 years that like, I roasted his ass. Chris Hansen cooked. National television. I low key, the more this fight keeps going on, I like the not in, in the fight to win, but like Dylan Dennis has won me over as a fan again. At first, it was like this guy pulls out of everything, he's a scammer, this and that. But the more he exposes Logan Paul, his fiance, and like some of the shady shit in the background, I'm like, this guy might be a real hero. Fact, hey, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely team, team Dennis because see, see, Dylan Dennis, he has nothing to really like. Like, nothing to lose, you know what I'm saying? Logan Paul mm-hmm. does. So he's just exposing everything Logan has to lose. Facts, bro. I love someone that talks shit. I always going to say that. I, lo- I always going to follow the person that's going to be running their mouth, talking that shit. And that's why that boy Dylan does it the best right now. He's so calm while doing it. Like, he, like whenever, like, when shit was going on, like, on the stage, all the shit talking, like, it's so natural to him to just, like, he sounds so calm. Like, he's not, That's like, what makes me believe it the most. He's not, like... I don't know. He's not, like... You're not trying to play a character like Logan. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell Logan the things that character. he says. Like, the things he'll say actually irks Logan. With the way Logan... How he, like, responds emotionally sometimes. Stuff like that. Logan's still protecting an image also. So, like, he's mm-hmm. also, like... he He's, like, in a guided lines. And I feel like Dylan is, like... Rolling, baby. 
Yeah, he he don't really got no. He can't. He doesn't really have to hold back and really anything. So I feel like that's why some of the things he says, I'm like, damn, probably is true, bro. Yeah, Logan Paul sounds like he 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 like he 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 like script stuff. Like some like something so something some of the insults is kind of the same. So it, yeah. it's like he he skips them. Dylan is we're just more speaking the truth and what's on his mind. But now let's get into the fight. We didn't get to see either one of these punch admits. Because they both did BJJ and shit during their fucking uh, pre uh, open workout and everything. There is controversy that he hurt his wrist. We saw on the podcast with his brother when he was talking about the situation and shit. Like his wrist was in a, a like a fucking splint or something. I don't know what the fuck called. Like he had a little thing on his arm. And then all of a sudden, open workouts. He doesn't punch any mitts. People, you know, their conspiracies are flying. Like maybe he's coming into this fight injured. He definitely coming into this fight injured. Did you not see him get bopped up the head with the fucking microphone? Uh, that they're also saying he might not be able to fight depending on how bad the cut is. He has said that he is gonna fight, but you know how doctors be. Um, if not, Mike Perry is the. They did the face off pictures with Dylan Dennis and Mike Perry already. So like some people are using that. Like maybe it is gonna be the Mike Perry versus Dylan Dennis fight. Uh, but if it is Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis. Who do y'all got? Like Logan Paul looks like a fucking massive person next. Like, like I don't, are they the same weight for this fight, or is this open weight? Like, how the fuck does this work? Because they do not look like they're the same weight. There's no way, but that shit gotta be like some type of catch weight or some shit. Because yeah, that boy, one ninety five. They say they're both one ninety five. That boy Logan looks huge, massive. But how's this fight go down? It is only it's a short fight, ain't it? Six rounds? Six rounds? Yeah, six-round fight, yeah. I don't think it goes six. I think Logan gets him out. Even though Logan's, a, like, pretty sloppy, like, I, like he's not really the most clean, punching. Like, he, he looks like someone that people try to paint the picture of Jake Paul. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But Logan, I feel like he's he, – I mean, he, he's has, he doesn't take boxing as serious as Jake. So, like, you can see it more. Um, but, I mean, I think Logan's going to be able to use his size. And I think he has still a little bit more experience than homeboy Dylan, throwing hands at least. And I don't know. I feel like he's going to be able to catch him. Or, like, I could see the ref stopping it or something. Where, like, Logan's just, like, unloading shots or whatever. But that's if Logan fights. Yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah, to Logan it. He said he'd been training hard for boxing, waiting for that return after the Floyd fight because after the Floyd fight, he got all, all, all the hype just for surviving. So he so he was working on that. Then he had a WWE stuff, but he, he's been staying active. I'm not sure what Dylan Dennis has really been doing in the last couple of years. Not sure if it's combat sports or fighting or training. You know, saying Dylan Dennis is already talking about, oh, this isn't really a real fight. Boxing isn't real fighting and stuff like that. And, and, plus, they, and plus, they offered if he shows up, the rematch in, in MMA, so I, I think this is a Logan win. Do you, do you think it's I, – I'm also on the Logan win. Like, Dylan Dennis, even though he's won me over on the social media stuff and all the the war the war of fucking social media, there's no – I haven't seen that motherfucker throw a single punch. Like, this, he is – I know he's a great BJJ. Uh, he went to points with jo, uh, Gordon Ryan. All time great, the art, the greatest BJJ practitioner ever. Some would say with the points with him, close that, and then he's in the Conor McGregor camp. He's on top of the world. 
since then, he's kind of been somehow staying relevant here and there by like booking fights, pulling out of fights, never actually showing himself actually punching mat, uh, punching mitts, working in the gym, anything like that. So like that that sets up my question. Do y'all think this he comes in and looks at least decent, like like actually looks like someone that was been practicing boxing and shit, or do you think he comes in looking like fucking Ben Askren? And look completely lost out there, and ends up getting fucking like put put to sleep because he just didn't respect the sport. I ain't gonna say Ben. I think Ben was the bottom of the barrel. I don't think anyone's gonna get worse than that. I think um he'll look alright for the first one. I think he's gonna gas out quick. That long layoff and stuff. I think he's gonna gas quick. I don't think he's gonna be able to land too clean on Logan. I feel like Logan's like size and then like for Dylan's not too much experience. I feel like he's not gonna be able to land too much clean shots on Logan. Or like clean flush shots or whatever. But I also I also think Logan's gonna try it for the knockout because I think he wants to prove a point that like he could compete like with Jake or whatever. Like he sees Jake getting all this clout, knocking people out, dropping people. I think Logan probably wants to do some shit like that. And I think he's gonna look for the knockout. Do you think if he knocks him out, he'll say some cornball shit in the ring like, oh, yeah. you talk cool. shit about my fiance? This is what happens to you? Or some stupid shit? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some corny shit. Logan is pretty cringe. Whoever wins this fight is going to act like they just won the fucking the undisputed champion of the world. But, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm curious to see where Logan tries to go from here. Like, is he going to just, like, Go back. I mean, I know he's going to be in WWE still, but, like, is he going <laughs> to still try to box? Or is he going to, like, try to maybe go after, like, a Tommy Fee? Or is he going to, I don't know, like, is he going to keep trying to box? Or is this kind of, like, just a thing he's trying to do? I think it's, he, wants, he wants to get back in in the boxing because he, I think he kind of wants to catch up with Jake. He's been yeah. saying, like, he wants, he wanted the DS fight and he wanted the Fury fight and stuff and stuff. And, and, and they were saying, like, he kind of took this as, like, a warm up fight. Cause they don't think yeah, Dennis is that good. Yep. So I think this is just him trying to get back into it because he says, you know, he wants to get back into it. He's been training like hard nonstop for boxing the last couple of years. Multiple source of income: WWE, boxing, podcast. He's a goat, man. That boy Logan is different. Prime. Prime. That boy's a money machine. Ugh, but. All right, y'all boys. Appreciate y'all coming on as always. Appreciate everyone still listening. Again, go down, like, and subscribe. Drop in the comments all y'all's picks and the thoughts on the recap. The recap feels like it's so long ago right now. Uh, as right. always, this has been another episode of Totally Blitz Podcast. We talking big boxing shit as always. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickle Winham, Marcus Primetime Penley, Gator Boy, South Paul's One Boxing, Jamari himself. If y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.